0: everyone and welcome to the What's Your Fit podcast. This is your host Savannah and joining me today is Morgan. Today we're going to be talking about quarantine summer trends and how the coronavirus has affected the fashion industry. But first let me introduce our guest. So Morgan, can you tell me just a little bit about yourself, how you got into the fashion industry, where you are in college and everything like that?
1: Of course, yeah. So my name is Morgan Solberg. Um, i was actually raised in a military family. So I spent a lot of time moving around as a kid. Um, And part of that upbringing, uh, we didn't really have a lot of money. Um, Sometimes people kind of assume that, you know, military people get paid a lot, but it's not necessarily true. (laughs) So whenever we were out like shopping and stuff as a kid, I somehow developed this mentality of whenever I saw something I really liked, Um, I had a really hard time actually spending my money because I wanted to keep on saving it. Um, So I would always tell myself, oh, you know, I can just learn how to make that. I can just learn how to make that. Um, And of course, growing up, I never learned how to make any kind of like clothing or anything. Um, And so eventually I came up here to BYU-Idaho. I first started school back in 2013 and I was a biology major then. Um, And then eventually um, around 2017, um, I was working as the Veterans Affairs Coordinator on campus, and I met with a, um, a student who was also in the military, and her major was Apparel Entrepreneurship, and she told me about it, and I had never even known that we had this major on campus or anything, yeah. um, and it turns out that um, you basically, it's a blended degree of business and of fashion, so you learn how to design clothing, you learn how to make clothing, um, and then with that business look as well. You learned how to, how to market yourself and merchandise. Um, so that's kind of how I got more into the fashion industry. Um, I also, I grew up a lot on the East coast and I lived in Europe for a couple of times, um, both on my mission and as a kid. Um, so I always was very inspired by just, you know, worldwide things and and learning about different cultures and, and how they market like clothing and and stuff like that. So, um, it kind of all blended together. I realized that I could um, actually make my own clothing. <laughs> and uh, I've kind of focused on that um, while here at BYU-Idaho, so it's been really fun. I love that. So do you make your own clothing now? or I do. Do mm-hmm. you wear it? as like an
0: everyday thing.
1: Um, I don't have enough that I've made that I can nah. wear it every day. Nah. Um, but it's funny you ask. There's actually a movement every year. I guess not a movement, more like a challenge on um, social media called Me Made May, where people kind of have this challenge to wear something that they've made um, throughout the month of May. Some people go so far as to having you know a completely handmade wardrobe, um, which is what my plan is for my senior project is to try to do that. Oh um, wow! Yeah. So a lot there's a big sewing so, community online um, yeah it's super
0: fun but yeah I watched uh, this one YouTuber her name's like I think her YouTube's in like Coolaropa or something like that yeah, have you yeah, heard of her yeah yeah, yeah yeah and she's like really cool I like her videos I mean I kind of sew, so, but I mm-hmm. can't like really make anything but I love that that's awesome so yeah, how, fun- how person, much time you
1: in college sorry what were you gonna say I was she's a big inspiration because she taught herself um she does a lot of draping techniques that I haven't learned how to do yet so um, yeah she's-, she's awesome I usually skip through like the actual sewing part and just like mm-hmm. look at the beginning
0: and the end I just love that but yeah, that's fun <laughs> if I was a if I was more into sewing I would probably watch mm-hmm. parts too <laughs> so um how much longer do you have in college and where do you plan to go after this
1: Right, yeah, so I have um, one more full semester of classes left, and then I still have my capstone and my internship that I need to take care of as well. Um, so for that capstone, like I said, I am kind of focusing on creating an entirely me- made closet. Um, after that, I'm not really sure where um, you know I'll end up um, I am getting married at the end of the month um, and both he and I were graduating around the same time, so we're both kind of big on. I'm looking at the East Coast, um, but honestly uh, with my degree, since it is more of an entrepreneurship based degree, um, I'm totally happy just being able to work from home and start my own business. So um, I I love like East Coast, um, kind of more of a, I wouldn't say I'm I'm, I'm entirely a city girl, um, but I like having access to um, bigger cities and more sewing supplies. Um, You usually find those in, in kind of bigger urban areas. Um, I would also, it'd be a dream of mine to live in Europe again.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I love that, you know, the fashion capital kind of. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Have you ever been to LA and been to like their fashion district?
1: I haven't been to LA, but I've been to New York City. Um, I've been there a couple times. I I used to live up in New York, um, but we were about six hours away from the city. So I never actually went until um, after I served my mission. I lived in Maryland. Um, so we would go up a couple times. And then just last year, um, our department on campus for my major, we took a trip out to New York City into the fashion district and everything.
0: That is so cool. I love that. So, um, getting into the whole coronavirus and quarantine, um, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions about how do you feel like, um, like, what are the current trends are, that are going around with quarantine and like that other people should follow? Mm -hmm. Um, And then what do you think will stay and what do you
1: think will die? That's an interesting question. Um, I've seen a couple of things going on at the same time. Um, One of them, obviously, being a lot of people are investing more in their leisure wear. Um, So a lot of people you see like tracksuits coming back into style. Um, Streetwear has been a big thing the past couple of years. So it's just kind of been compounded um, being at home. And I actually just bought my first matching set of uh, My shirt and sweatpants. I've been seeing- looking
0: at so many of them, but I'm just like, do I <laughs> want to spend the money on a sweat set? <laughs>
1: yeah, for real.
0: That's a big well, question.
1: And I'm seeing a lot of brands too are kind of shifting and saying, hey, we also have this comfy, cozy, you know, thing that you can wear.
0: Yeah, they all have like a lounge section yeah. or like comfort section on their mm-hmm. website.
1: Yeah, so I've seen a lot of that. And I've also seen just within um, the sewing community, especially, I kind of have. Kind of a tunnel vision with that on my social media just because I'm involved with it a lot yeah um, I see a lot of people saying you know like it just it's so yeah. helpful when everyone's at home and kind of in this um routine of of just kind of staying in bed and and brooming the house it's helpful to be able to dress yourself up so I've seen a lot of people to kind of do challenges where they actually dress up in like their fanciest attire just to shake things up um just to oh, that's kind of so cool it. Yeah, so I've seen a lot of people um, be big advocates of still dressing up and and being fancy just for yourself Um, to have fun, shake things up while we're all kind of stuck at home.
0: Yeah, definitely. I love that. I mean, I kind of want to do that now. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fun. So what do you think will like follow us out of quarantine? And what do you think will just, you know, die in the past with like the trends and everything?
1: Yeah, that's hard. Um, I, I kind of take it, I'm looking at this kind of with a historical perspective, because um, we, we. I mean, if you look back at the past 150 years or so, mm-hmm. um, I, I first think of, you know, at the start of the 1900s, um, hemlines kind of lengthened, um, and all of that, and then with the rise of the 1920s, there was a lot of prosperity, you always see hemlines shorten, which is really weird, um, kind of looking back at, at historical events. But whatever things were going
0: short, Like hemline shortening.
1: So, right. So at the start of the 1920s, you know, you, there was a lot of industry booming. And yeah. skirt lines, actually, if you look at um, like 1900, skirt lines are down on the ground. So the hems are touching the bottom of the ground. And then around World War I, those hems are rising and they get to about mid-calf. And then in the 1920s, You see skirts even going above the knee, which was, you know, super new and really different for all of Western fashion history. Um, And then at the crash of the stock market in 1929, all of a sudden hemlines dropped back down. So you see a lot of people when there's a big economic or social um, big thing happening in history, you always see people getting more conservative. Um, That is so interesting.
0: I've never uh, thought about that, but like now that you pointed out, you look at like the fashion trends and
1: mm -hmm. you're right. Yep, and so when the Great Depression was going on, skirt lines lengthened, Um, and then again in the, when it got to around the wartime era in the in the 40s, um, skirts had started rising again, and then the 50s you see it lengthen again, 60s you see it shorten, um, where you get the mini skirt, Um, and so it's just really interesting. So I'm kind of thinking you know in quarantine now, since this is really a rocky situation for a lot of people, there's a lot of stress, a lot of economic issue, a lot of you know mental health issues. Um, it's very likely to see that dress will kind of get more conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a lot of people kind of wanting to just be comfortable
0: yeah i I definitely see like the biker shorts come into trend mm-hmm. and those are more like of a conservative short yep. style, and that's kind of interesting to like think about how that plays in and how they're thinking now that's like cool and like good looking before that would be like a really bad style, really, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not really trendy at all.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I also, I think one big thing that's really coming out of, um, you know, everybody staying home and everything, um, we live in a very interesting era in the world as far as the fashion industry is concerned because we have access to so much technology where we can see what's going on around the world basically. right at the start of, you know, the past couple of years, you see a lot of streetwear coming into style, like I mentioned earlier, um, with a lot of baggier clothes. Um, you see it a lot, you know, with Billie Eilish, she's a big um, supporter oh, of just, you know, definitely. baggy clothes, and yeah. it, that's really big right now. I think that will stick. Um, if you look at, you know, Asian countries, their streetwear style is phenomenal. You look at, you know, Hong Kong, you look at yeah. Korea and Japan, and everyone's for one, their cultures already have been wearing masks Yeah. whenever is sick. So mm-hmm. that's really into style. Um, their baggy clothes are, I think they're amazing. I love it. Yeah, I um, think they're
0: so cool. I've definitely seen them before. I don't know if I'm like bold enough to ever wear anything like that because it's, right. not, it's still not like really heavily prevalent over here, but mm-hmm. like to that extent, but it is getting like a lot bigger over here. And like you said, with Billie Eilish, but Billie Eilish and every... Um, One, just going off of what she
1: does. Uh That is Yeah, yeah, she's a big style icon right now, I think.
0: Yeah, I've also thought about how everyone is kind of going to work right now on Zoom and um, over different social media platforms. And when they're at work, they're dressed comfy right now at home. And so you kind of think of when these people that are in suits, when they go back um, to work, Will they be wearing a full suit or will it be like a half suit? Mm -hmm. Um, Will it be allowed? Will it be more acceptable?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting back in, I believe it was the 1940s or 1950s, um, Bermuda shorts were actually being really um, pushed towards like men's fashion and people tried making professional suits with shorts. So um, you'd have like nice like suit jackets and then fancy like trousers, but cut really short. As, yeah, like, oh, that's so interesting. And it never caught on then, but you, I mean, you might see it. Oh, that would be. Now. I feel like that could actually go now. hmm
0: I feel like people would accept, that. I don't know about the like the older generations, but like the newer right. people getting into the bin- business industry, I could see them taking on those trends, um, yeah. especially yeah. if like the celebrities take them on first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is really interesting. I like that. Um, So have you been participating in any of the trends that have been going on during quarantine?
1: Um, Yes and no. Um, What can I say? I mean, I just bought my first like matching set. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And everything. Um, I do work from home right now. So, and I I do meet with people face-to-face over Zoom. So we have to dress professionally. Um, but it's really only like professional on top, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, sweats and leggings on the bottom. But um I guess that's that's the extent that I've kind of participated in in this. Um I mentioned earlier there was the Me Made May challenge um back yeah. in May. So the quarantine was in full effect back then. Mm-hmm. Um I tried participating in that for a while and then I got engaged and fell off the the oh, bank. <laughs>
0: And so, get awesome engagement happens. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, just with the variety of different things that people do, wear, you know, that we see yeah. online, I've just been kind of going with the flow, just wearing whatever's comfortable, um, yeah. and then dressing up when I need to. But other than that, just sweats and hoodies for me. Yeah,
0: I've definitely been looking at biker shorts. I really mm-hmm. want to wear, but I need, you know, care about, you
1: know, a little bit longer. Long enough, enough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, and I'm trying to think of what else I've been wearing. Yeah, like a little bit baggier tees.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and yeah, I think, I don't know if I've been participating in any of the other ones. It's starting mm-hmm. to get warmer now, so I don't know if I'm going to actually invest in this wetsuit.
1: Right. Well, that's, that's an interesting th- thing too right now is, you know, with this global pandemic. Um, affecting even people's, you know, jobs and everything, you do see people being more conservative with how they spend their money. So a lot of people are just, you know, making do with what they have. Um, And if they really want to kind of invest in more fashionable items, um, they might take the plunge. But I do see a lot of people just, you know, sticking with with what they've already got Uh, and with that. Definitely to go off of that, a big thing that has been
0: going on is tie-dye.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, people
0: yeah. have been taking all of their old clothing they're bored at home and they're just you know DIYing it you know sprucing it up and everything like that so have you done any
1: bit of that during quarantine? I have yeah so last semester before everything shut down I was actually in IBC um, okay. the integrated business core and we had a clothing company and one of the guys really wanted us to start doing tie-dye and this was right before everything shut down and I said yeah. no one. tie-dye right now (laughs) like no one's gonna buy anything tie-dye and then all this happened and a lot of people are doing it yeah Um, the interesting thing that
0: you see like tie-dye like at the store is like pretty expensive when you can do it at home really easily yeah people are buying it people are doing it they're going into the trend so that's really interesting to see
1: yeah so I haven't dyed anything myself um in a while but um, I do hope that people kind of take this as an opportunity to see that there are things that they can make on their own um, and that they start, you know, looking into how to how to alter their clothing themselves to make it a little bit different or, you know, how to dye things certain ways to just shake up their closet. Um, that's, that's a big thing that yeah. I think will happen out of this is people kind of realize more of what they can do on their own without necessarily needing to go out and spend a lot of money, um, but that they can... They can learn how to make their own clothing. Yeah,
0: definitely. That kind of goes into like the the sustainability trend that's Mm -hmm. going on right now, um, and just you know recycling the old clothes that you got. Yeah, i love that. I can I'd encourage everyone to you know go and DIY your own clothes. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, and everyone who's listening today, thank you for joining on What's Your Fit, and make sure to join in next Wednesday for our weekly podcast. Thank you so much. Bye.